This is the Realist Realtor Podcast, hosted by Carmelita Turner, the Realist Realtor you know. Episodes are here each and every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Because this is the show where people are interested in engaging in real conversations that talk about real life and how very real situations impact how we are able to leverage our wealth building ability through real estate. We're so glad you decided to join us. Hello, welcome everybody to the Realist Realtor Podcast. We are part of the brand called Carmelita because you can call on me to move closer to owning your own life. So glad that you're lending me your ear today for season two, episode four, The Homicide House and More. I know, right? I hope that piqued your intrigue when you saw that title uh, because let me tell you, it's a lot of interesting things I've been discovering in preparation for this episode. Hope everybody had a great week. Um, I hope that this wonderful Wednesday has been serving you well to this point. Um, And I definitely am so grateful to be able to show up here on this platform each and every week where we really truly do like to connect real lives, that's you, all of you listening, with real facts that can educate you on wealth building tools Um, through real estate. And we know real estate is one of many wealth building tools, but guess what? I picked my lane and this is what my lane is. So prayerfully, all the things that we bring to you on this platform, as well as on our YouTube channel called Carmelita, is always bringing value. Even if it helps one soul, then I know my job is done. Folks, I don't know if you remember last week when I was talking about uh, tuning out all the noise and, and we had our our time together uh, talking about when the best time is to plant a tree, right? So even if you missed that 20 years ago window, we know that now is always the best time. I always kind of laugh at myself when I go back and, you know, reevaluate an episode or go back and take a look at, you know, how could I have done better? What could have I, you know, offered more to the audience? Well, let me tell you what I could have done better. Listen to my own advice because last week, I'm advising everyone to really focus on tuning out the noise. And I had been doing an okay job of that. Um, And then I didn't do such a great job as the week progressed um, beyond the podcast episode. I kind of allowed some thoughts to begin to haunt my mind. So I thought today would be the perfect day to kind of confess that since we are talking about the homicide house and many other haunted real estate and how that ties into wealth building. Um, But I definitely did let some thoughts kind of haunt my mind. I I posted on my Instagram this great, great quote I came across from uh, Laura Miller. She's um, an Amazon 100 bestselling authors. And she wrote this book, I believe it's called Butterfly Weeds. And she said, the past is a very determined ghost haunting every chance it gets. And when I read that, I was like, oh my gosh, lady, you've nailed it. Because I had all these thoughts, even after I had come to you guys and said, hey, tune out the noise, right? I didn't do a good job of protecting my own thoughts and tuning out the noise for myself. And I think that's that happens to us in life sometimes when we still have cracks and fissures in our foundation, or we still have things that we have to move beyond 
so that we don't keep repeating them because, you know, I just kept allowing things to just kind of pop into my brain. And maybe some of these things you've done yourself, like, why am I not further along my life's journey than this? You know, why am I still showing up for other people and not requiring them to do the same for me? Um, Or maybe you're asking yourself, why do I not own a home? Or why do I not own more doors? I don't know. Everybody's questions, haunting questions can be different, but if we allow them to not only creep in and then take residence, that can be a problem. So we always wanna make sure that we're paying attention to where those haunting thoughts are coming from. And let me say this, many times they are triggered by very real things or very real behaviors uh, that people are carrying out, especially people who are takers. Um, They are very good at taking. And if you are someone who's always been a giver, you have to pay attention to your thoughts, but kind of guard your mind as well, because you want to make sure that people are not always taking from you without there being some level of reciprocity. And that's important. And that's kind of going to tie into what we're going to talk about today with some of these haunting houses. So as I move beyond my haunting thoughts that I've been having, um, I was so amazed at how obsessed people are, not just with things like Halloween and you know all of that, but haunted houses. Like people are pretty darn obsessed with these haunted houses. I don't know why, but they are. So it was interesting. I was in a training class last week and we started talking about a pretty popular or well-known, let me say, um, home in our area. It's uh, in a certain part of Maryland, Silver Spring, and it's called the Homicide House. Some news media outlet named it the Homicide House. It's like, get out of here. You're going to name this place the Homicide House? And the reason they named it that, because three murders had occurred in this particular home. Mind you, They did not occur at the same time. Two murders, unfortunately, you know, had happened many, many years before. I think it was like 2001, 2002. Uh, It was a father uh, and her daughter. And so uh, very tragic, very sad. So many years later, you know, they go to sell the home. And when the person who was trying to purchase the home learned of the previous two murders, they wanted to back out of the deal, but they could not because obviously as we know in the real estate world, you know, once there's a ratified contract, um, the disclosure of a murder or ghosts is not legally required. <laughs> so note to self. So if you find out that your house is haunted or murders have happened there, that is not a contingency that will get you out of a real estate um, rat- uh, ex- fully accepted contract. Okay. So the person moves in and they go on to talk about how many, many years later, then this guy, he was a teacher, I believe, was murdered. Now, so now, of course, all the haunting thoughts and things start popping into people's heads. It's like, oh, this is the homicide house. I mean, they really took this thing well beyond where it needed to go. And you can Google it now. You'll find it so much so that the, the current owners or someone even petitioned to have the address of this property changed. So they literally changed the address of this property to kind of remove it from being affiliated with the stigma of the property. But listen, number one, the three murders that occurred there, they were not related in 
any shape or form. As a matter of fact, the latter murder um, of the homeowner that tried to back out of the contract was at the hands of someone he had invited into his home um, for some type of hookup situation or whatever. Look, not my business what grown folks do, but again, just one of those reminders about being careful about who we allow into our intimate spaces and into our lives. So again, totally unrelated issues, but when people will take, you know, events and kind of run with them, you can see where they go. And people have just been obsessed about this over and over. So let me tell you what the Realist Realtor became obsessed with. So not just this house, but so many others. I started looking at them to say, okay, has this perceived stigma in any way impacted the value of the home as far as how it's appreciating or even what they were able to sell the home for. And across the board, hear my voice clearly, the answer is no. The property was not impacted in any way. There was no loss of value. There was no, there was nothing. Again, in, in real estate, we tend to keep it pretty simple. It's all based on certain factors and indicators that I teach buyers and investors about in many of my courses, there are certain things appraisals, appraisers will come in and look for. People will say, oh no, I know my home's going to appraise for $30,000 more because I put up some new wallpaper. Get out of here. An appraiser is not looking at your wallpaper. We have to you know, easily educate clients on things like this all the time because many things were, that they may put value in, others will not. And all, you know, we know at the end of the day, what matters is what comes back on that appraisal. And there's Another website that I visited just to kind of confirm what I was finding, right? About all these other beautiful homes that are documented as haunted homes and things where ghosts reside and all these different things. And and they're, in, they're all over the country. You can find these sites anywhere if you're looking for something to entertain yourself. So I found several, I tried to find more closer to me, but I said, well, let me look a little bit out. So I looked at places in New York the Morris Jamel Mansion and places in um, Indiana. And just, I was just looking all over the place and they have these elaborate stories. There's this one castle in Indenburg. And I was trying to think back to when I was in high school and I had traveled uh, Europe for 17 days, we went to Indenburg. And I was like, wow, that castle looks familiar. And I was like, is that one that we went to? But I mean, I can't remember. I'd have to dig up some pictures uh, to remember, but it's a beautiful castle. And, you know, they have all these rich stories about the ghosts that haunt the halls and things. Trust me, when I tell you the value on these properties has not been lost in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, they're not losing money on these properties just because they're sharing these beautiful, you know, ghost stories with people. And then I really started, you know me, and going down my rabbit holes, started digging a little deeper. And I said, well, as quiet as it's kept, you really don't have to go any further than, let's say, Monticello or travel over here to, you know, the home of George Washington or go to go to Middleburg, Virginia. Or all. It's like, you know how many homes rest on land that was cultivated by slaves, some of whom were murdered on those properties? And yeah, they very well could haunt those properties today. So I found it so interesting, this obsession with homicide houses and 
haunted houses and things of that nature, which in no way impact the real estate value. Um, because again, we're not, you know, we're not going to have the luxury of more dirt being made. So, uh, yeah, it didn't impact these homes in any way, shape or form. Um, but I did think that it was an interesting distraction, uh, and that led me to some, um, confirming research to say that dirt holds its value. End of the day, ghost, no ghost, homicide, no homicide, dirt holds its value. So what should that mean to you? Well, let me tell you, I always come with a call to action, right? So this is what it should mean to you. You, of course, should be operating within the pillars that we believe in here on the Realist Realtor Podcast, those pillars that we believe in as part of Call Carmelita the brand, that number one, you have every motherfucking right to own as much dirt as you want. That is my main pillar. You have every right. I don't care if you make $25,000 a year or if you make over $250,000 a year. It is possible and doable for everyone. And I want to keep pushing and projecting this message continually, especially as there are different benchmark time periods coming up. There are folks who have been able to get their tax return back, whether $2,000, $3,000, $4,000, $5,000, and invest in their first property. That then leveraged them to living a life of financial stability, more rent and mortgage freedom, and they're working now on building wealth for themselves and for those to come. It is possible. So you have every mother freaking right. Also, educate yourself. It is important. The same way I, I did some research and had to educate myself on all these haunted houses and homicide houses. And it was actually quite interesting and gory at the same time. I got a little bit worried about myself. Like, hmm, what, what is this saying about me? But I thought it was very interesting research because you know that's my superpower. I bring all things back to real estate, bring all things back to dirt. So educate yourself. And how do you do that? Because you know what I realized, especially last week when I was talking about shutting out the noise, there's so many people out here just talking, 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 saying, hey, I can show you how to do this. I can show you how to do that. I can show you how to do this. Guys, listen, I, I can't show you how to pull a rabbit out of a hat or how to pull a quarter from behind my ear, but I can show you the basic building blocks and take you from A to Z. It's not complicated. Does it require work? It does. Does it require sacrifice? It does. Both of which I am not a foreigner to. So it is important to educate yourself and start taking steps now. Like I said last week, yeah, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. And if you miss that window, then the best time to do it is now. Educate yourself, reach out, call Carmelita the brand. That's what I said, you can always call me so that you can own your own life. My OYO movement, own your own life, own your own thoughts, own your own time, own your own wealth outcomes, your own financial stability, own it. Because you rightfully are entitled to it. So go get it. Don't wait on it to come to you. 
okay? One of our third pillars. Own as many doors as you want. I don't care if you want to own two doors or 200. It doesn't matter to me. I want you owning something that is going to continually be an asset for you and your generations to come, okay? So something that you can do today, don't let your thoughts haunt you, but definitely spend time thinking about, hmm, do I know what my credit score is today? Well, guess what? If you don't know the answer to it, find out. Request your free credit report from all three credit bureaus if you haven't already this year. Those three bureaus would be Experian, TransUnion, and Equifax. Shout out to my sister for reminding me of the third one I couldn't remember. So if you haven't requested that free credit report, do it. Pay the few little dollars to get the actual um, FICO score. That, That information is very critical. And then if you don't understand it, reach out to me and I'll connect you with someone who can help you understand it. Get your highlighter out. Highlight the areas that seem to be having the most impact on your credit. And then, like I said, reach out to someone that can help you address those areas. And I don't mean address them with a quick fix. I mean, learn what they mean, learn how to fix them, learn how to avoid them in the future. The last, the second thing that I'll give you and the last point, I'm only giving you two action calls to action today because I don't want to overload you. Start writing down every penny that you spend. That's all I'm asking you to do. Just start tracking that every amount that you spend. Just write it down. That's all I'm asking you to do. Just write it down. Maybe do it for 10 days. The next week, I'll tell you what to do with those numbers. Well, listen, I do not live in a homicide house. (laughs) And I don't worry about haunted houses um, because many of them actually were quite beautiful. And I know that they retain their value because under everything is land. Folks, thank you for not deeming it robbery for being here with me today on the Realist Realtor Podcast. And listen, I'm going to remind you, definitely show up on our YouTube channel tomorrow called Carmelita for Realtors Roundtable. We are going to have a very engaging and deep discussion about um, legacy land uh, and, and, you know, um, ownership of land and and legacy planning, uh, estate planning, things of that nature. So a lot of great information. And let me tell you something. For those of you that may be new to the podcast, it is actually going to bring back an update um, on what actually started this podcast around legacy land and uh, inheriting properties once um, members of the family pass on. So if you have never listened to my season one, episode one, it was actually a two-part series. It was uh, part one and part two. Wow, that was the episode back in July, I want to say, of 2019 that started this podcast. If you never listened to it, make sure you go back and listen to those two before joining us tomorrow at 4.30 on our YouTube channel called Carmelita for Realtors Roundtable. Folks, as always, I leave you in the same manner in which I found you, which I hope was in peace. And I am Carmelita Turner, the realest realtor you know. I love all who love me. And for all the haters... Well, you know, I just don't give a damn. Have a great day, folks.
Thanks for listening to the Realist Realtor podcast. Head over to Call Carmelita for Real Estate, all spelled out on IG, and look in our bio to click on our link so you can connect with us across all platforms. Please subscribe to the podcast here on Anchor and Spotify, and we'll see you next week.